Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to the Escape at Danamora After Show. Tonight, we are talking about parts one and two of this heart-pumping miniseries directed by the one and only Ben Stiller. So we're going to talk about everything from prison politics to really tiny pairs of pants to Hillary Clinton. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz song. Yep. <laughs> Can we just congratulate Nick Jonas on his marriage? Because oh, yes. that was recent. Big wedding. And I love this song. <laughs> yes, big, big wedding. Welcome to the Escape at Danamore After Show. I am your host, Leslie Powers, joined by my lovely panel of one tonight. Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Heather Geisler. And we are so excited to dive in. We are going to talk about parts one and two of this awesome miniseries. Mm-hmm. If you have not checked it out, get on it right now. Um, you do want to stay for the full episode because we have an awesome special segment coming later called Escape Artist, where we will talk about other attempted prison breaks or successful ones, and also some news and gossip that I will be delivering a little bit later, so stay tuned. And if you haven't joined the live chat, Heather is on that. I'm here. You Yay! can come chat with us. We are here. Give us your opinion. Yes, mm-hmm. we want to hear everything you have to say because there's so many facts, not facts, mm-hmm. fake news, if you want to say that about the actual escape that happened, since this is based on a true story. So I want to dive into some initial thoughts. Miss mm-hmm. Heather, yeah. what did you think? I So I've watched the first two episodes. I know yes. that they're all out there, but I'm trying to keep with our little program. Mm-hmm. I am definitely hooked. I The first yeah. shot hooked me the way that they did the wraparound. Oh, uh, so cool. I'm in love with the characters. I'm mm-hmm. finding myself sympathizing sometimes with these prisoners. <laughs> it's but, a slippery slope. Yeah, but I'm, I'm really loving where it's going. Yes, me too. Um, I have watched three episodes now, mm-hmm. so I know slightly where it is going. Um, and I listened to a podcast with Ben Stiller, so I learned mm-hmm. some back mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes information, and I was kind of like, la, 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 I don't want to know yeah. this. Um, but I agree, there's this, yeah, like 360-degree shot yeah. at the beginning um, with Bonnie Hunt's character and Patricia Arquette's character, and it's it's so tension-building. It is, yeah. At first, I didn't realize that they hadn't cut away yet, and then I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, like I was so excited to see her like face and appearance yes. revealed because I hadn't seen really any pictures mm-hmm. or anything and I knew that she won the Golden Globe yes. uh, so I thought that was a great way to begin the series yeah, yeah and I also think there might be something there where prisoners often they don't really once they're in they kind of are a number mm-hmm. and they don't really have an identity yeah. so I wondered if that was Ben Stiller's way of being like these inmates or whatever don't have an identity, so right. I don't need to reveal them yeah. right away. Like, yeah, what I they like say that. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about those interviews. Um, first of all, Patricia Arquette's makeover is intense. Her teeth yeah. alone. Yeah. I hear she had to put those in every day. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And um, contacts, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I guess I... she has blue eyes. Oh, yeah, I didn't know anything about the physical transformation aspect. Obviously, it's drastic and you can see it. Yes. But 
Yeah, it was, um, it was really so cool. good. And she had to gain 40 pounds. Oh, wow. So for an actress, you know, you see a lot of actors doing that, Christian Bale and mm-hmm. whatnot. But for an actress, I wonder mm-hmm. how she felt about having yeah. to play. But from what I've read, she, she thought it was really freeing because mm-hmm. women are judged on their appearance. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, but I found it refreshing to see two older women in a mm-hmm. scene together. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Bonnie Hunt and Patricia Arquette. You're like... You know, yeah, definitely. Star, star. And, and also just their conversation. Tilly is not as uh, like forthcoming with yep. what she has been doing. And at a certain point, Bonnie is like, like essentially, let's cut the crap. So I think yeah. she's trying to bond as like two females. She's like, you know, you're the only person who can like understand yeah, where true. I'm coming from. I thought that was smart. So, yeah. So um, Patricia Arquette plays Joyce Tilly Mitchell, who is suspected of helping these two inmates um, escape. And that's kind of the premise of the show. And then Bonnie Hunt's character is coming in at the beginning of the show. We're we're kind of at the end of the story. And she works for the governor directly. So Mm -hmm. she wants to get to the bottom of it. She's like, I work for the state. You effed up and you're causing the state a lot of money. And I want to know what happened. But like you're saying, she was very like strategic in the way she was speaking Mm -hmm. to her. Um, and did she say something about like you dug the attention they were giving you? Like that's okay, that's human. I feel like she said something. I like think that. so. She was probably trying to appeal to that side of her. Like almost, I w- I would have done the same thing in your situation. Yeah, you know. So, oh uh, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm so excited to like talk more about I know, <laughs> the I manipulation of it all. Um, so we talked about her transformation. I wanted to talk about that and um. It seemed like Tilly was really concerned if her job was in jeopardy Mm -hmm. because this is like seems like a very in-between stage where maybe the escape just happened and Mm -hmm. she's being questioned and she just really doesn't know what's going to happen to her. Right. Uh, She she probably didn't. Well, as we watched the episodes, I mean, it's clear that she is not caring really about the consequences because there are so many rumors. I was actually surprised by that that everybody knew and it was mm-hmm. pretty blatant what they were doing yes. you know so and even after the fact she still you know she still facilitated them oh absolutely so i don't think she thought very much <laughs> i don't think she yeah so, i think she thought oh. very much with yeah. her nether regions than right. she did her brain yeah um which you kind of get the sense from her character that she's I don't want to say like lower class, working class. Yeah. In this in this town that they show a lot of these exterior shots leading mm-hmm. up to this um, interview that Bonnie Hunt does with her, she seems very bleak. Yeah, I was thinking that probably everybody in this town works for the prison. Like that's oh, their main, that's probably smart. their main source of employment. Everybody works hmm. for the prison. Yeah. You know. Well, if anyone's on the live chat, my biggest question right now. Is the town called Danamora? Because I'm pretty sure that the actual facility in the real story is not called Danamora Prison Facility. So if you're on the live chat, I'm really, really curious. And I probably could Google it myself, but we're live, so I don't want to be rude. (laughs) Um, So speaking of more transformations and transformative experiences... Hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and so much more. And there is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. And by subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made 
for you. And you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, don't be. They're optional. So hit that subscribe button on this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. And let us know you did so in the comments, and we will thank you on air. So for now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. So thank you guys. Very well said. Thank you. <laughs> and Heather and I have done three shows together yes, now. Yes, yes. We tend to do these Power really... Power team. Yeah, we tend to do these very heavy dramas mm-hmm. together. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. it feels all very similar. Yes. In a great way. I love these yeah. types of talk- topics because it's yeah. like you can really dive into them and like all the character development is so it's just hearty yeah we did sharp objects mm-hmm. um which was also depressing <laughs> in a small depressing town yeah um and then homecoming which was also just kind of a you know a mind mm-hmm. f if you want to say that um so we're really happy to yeah. be back together Love and it. happy new year to all of you guys when yeah. when do we stop saying that I don't know. What's what, uh, January 31st? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Once it's February. Um, so next, let's chat about our prisoners. Yes. Yes, Why yes, am yes. I attracted to Paul Dano in this show? Why? I like him in everything <laughs> he does. I didn't know he was in this, and I saw him, and I was like, ooh, yeah. Paul Dano. I always yeah. think No Country for Old Men. He is such a strong actor, and mm-hmm. I really like seeing him in this role because yeah. he has a vulnerability side, but mm-hmm. obviously he was – He's in prison for a reason, which I can't remember if we know why. I only know why because I listened to a podcast. Oh, with okay. Seller, but we will find out. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I have a lot of sympathy for him based on his conversations with, you know, his mom on the phone and everything like that. Yeah. I don't know if we should yeah, talk about that now. but Well, let's get to it because um, – well, I'm attracted to Paul Dana, so we've heard that <laughs> twice now. Um, but, like, my husband's like, really? The bad boy. Yeah, he's like, the bad boy? Really? I was like, I don't know. There's something. Hey, so is Tilly. But, so. yeah, that's true. Me and Tilly, we're, you know, <laughs> Two we're homies. Um, but I think it's, you're right, because he does bring this vulnerability to this role mm-hmm. as um, as David Sweat. Such a great name. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know quite yet why he's in there. Okay. But, um he has this friend, Richard Matt, played by Benicio del Toro, who also could just like ice cold stare you down. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what? he just he just looks and you're like, okay, that's acting. Yeah, <laughs> I feel oh, like he has to do so nothing. Um, so we kind of don't. I'm curious what you think about their relationship. Like, how long mm-hmm. have they been friends? Like, why mm-hmm. those two pairing up? Yeah, I was thinking a lot about that actually because we see Benicio del Toro. Um, be very aggressive with that newbie who asked mm-hmm. him for a favor. Clearly, uh, Richard Matt is, you know, the head honcho in this cell block yeah. or whatever it may be. Uh, so I was thinking, well, how did Paul Dano get in with him so well? I should call him David. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, like, how did they form that friendship? And I imagine that it has gone on for quite a while that they had to really build towards that, like, uh, Richard Matt is a lot older. Mm-hmm. They're different, like classes. Um, I I don't know. Maybe he took him under his wing, yeah. you know. And they were both they're both artists, obviously. Yeah, that's so a they really probably good point. bonded over that. We see, you know, uh, Richard take over the painting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's probably they just for some reason have this connection. Yeah, but it's yeah. I think it's more of like. Uh, maybe father-son-ish type of relationship. Yeah, but I feel like they, even though Benicio is kind of the head honcho, um, or Richard is kind of the head honcho, I still feel like he really respects David. And I don't know if that's just because of the length of time maybe they've Mm -hmm. been next to each other in cells, or Mm -hmm. 
like you said, the artist thing, they really, yeah. maybe it's just like, hey, I found the one person in here mm-hmm. I can actually talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he gives him, he gives David advice, you know, mm-hmm. he talks to him about Tilly and like, you know, like, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, why? So yeah, the I don't know. I guess it's just, <laughs> they're just trying to live their life. I know, they're <laughs> trying to do anything to like, you know, time in prison, yeah. I'm sure it just gets like, mm-hmm. so slow, I can't even yeah. imagine. Um, so we see them working together in this sewing, this tailor shop, mm-hmm. and that's where Tilly works as a civilian. Yeah. Which, don't you think it's a little wild that they let a civilian, like, run this tailor shop full of, even though there is yeah. a guard. Right. Well, I was thinking about that, and it, the, I guess that's just something that prisons do like yeah. you would think that it would be an officer but maybe they need a seamstress to teach you know she, her That's job true. was to teach them i don't know i know it seemed a little odd yeah i just was like maybe is she scared all the time mm-hmm. i mean she's surrounded by a lot of aggressive mm-hmm. men who are in there mm-hmm. for really heinous crimes yeah so. yeah but i think that she's there so much and her husband clearly mm-hmm. doesn't give her any attention. Yeah. So when she's there and it's all this testosterone mm-hmm. and David sweat is nice to her, mm-hmm. then it's like, Oh, I'm attracted mm-hmm. to him. And then the second David is gone, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah. It's like Richard Matt is being nice. to He's me. yeah. He's fulfilling that role. Well, yeah. you could see Tilly the way she interacts with everybody else, all the other inmates, mm-hmm. you know, she does have a hard exterior. She isn't very friendly to them. Probably the way that she is supposed to act, you know, and not give any yeah. special treatment or favors, but we're all just human. So, <laughs> well, her, um, she's definitely getting to know them quite well because we can go ahead and just touch on this a little bit. She has a high <laughs> sex drive, that woman. For her age. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> oh, it was it, the first time she had sex with Paul Dano's character. I was like, this is so awkward. Yeah. More, that happened yeah. very fast. Like, yes, very wow. fast. Whoa, okay, that's what the show is. More because I'm like, is he enjoying it? Or is it just mm-hmm. purely to like yeah. keep in her good graces? Like, I know he doesn't like like her. Yeah. And she clearly likes him. Yeah. Like, she's very fond of him. Yeah. But it, it made more sense in episode two when we saw a picture of her son who's in the Air Force mm-hmm. that Richard Matt was like, oh, is that your son? I'm like, wait mm-hmm. a second. I think she has a weird, like... Yeah, she has the mommy uh, baby boy thing. Stop. So. I'm cringing. I'm cringing. <laughs> I can't even. It all makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. No, it does, but... Oh. But yeah, anyway. I wonder why he crosses the line and how that yeah. started. Well, probably because you know. he's in prison with a bunch of men and, yeah. you know, he has a sexual drive that is not getting, you know... Fulfilled, yeah. Fulfilled, so... I guess, yeah. But still, I mean, the fact that she gets attached is, and he makes her these tiny pair of pants. Adorable. <laughs> adorable. But then she's like in yeah. the bathtub with them. I know. It's so, it's all so weird. It's yeah. all so weird. Uh, and then Richard Matt's character kind of swoops in after David Sweat is no longer working at the mm-hmm. tailor shop, which we'll talk about. And with him, it seems much more he's in power. Yes. He knows exactly what he wants. He knows how he's going to get it. Mm-hmm. It obviously worked with David, you know. Uh, yeah, he's definitely exerting his power over her. And I think that Tilly just wants, like, she clearly wants to help. Like, she calls his yeah. daughter. Um, 
it's like she needs a purpose. Yes. She, she's just that. looking for a purpose and she's, you know, she's not fulfilled at home. She's not fulfilled at her job. She's, you know, using the people around her in order to fulfill whatever, you know. <laughs> a like, lot, Give me a job. I'll do whatever you want. Needs. A lot of <laughs> yeah. needs. Yeah. Or just somebody pay attention. Right. Yeah. Somebody yeah. pay attention to me. Yeah. Um, well, I want to talk about the prison politics a little bit because this is something that's always interested me. I, I used to watch Prison Break mm. and I always thought, not that that's like fact, but yeah. you know. <laughs> Whatever. Whitworth Miller was really <laughs> cute. It happened. Um, but it seems in this in this series, and I wonder how true this is to the real life story, that um, Richard and Matt kind of has these guards wrapped around his finger a little mm-hmm. bit, except for the redheaded guard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, who seems guy. like he's kind of out. Like, he wants to kind of be the, like, hard ass. I don't know if yeah. I can say that, but, you know. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. So I don't know really what his deal is versus David Moore's character, Gene, who is like loving Richard Matt and he's mm-hmm. maybe because he painted a picture of Drinking his wife with him. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I wonder how that happened between the two of them. And if that's really true. Right. And what does he get out of it? Um, did you say David Morris? Is that? Yeah. Gene. Yeah. Jean's the yeah, character Jean, name. Jean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what he would really get out of that type of relationship either. Yeah, because it seems like, I'm like, is he just bored? But he seems to really enjoy mm-hmm. his company. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we hang around and watch TV and drink together. Right. right. Well, I guess, I mean, the lines are just very blurred. Yes. You know, they kind of all live together. Like, even the guards, if yeah. you're there, I don't know their work hours, but <laughs> I imagine, you, yeah. you know, you get to know these people and everyone just, you know, is using each other and yeah, you I, do I, build relationships. And he seems to be very trustworthy of Richard Matt, like kind of moving around a lot in the mm-hmm. in that cell block, which they call the honor block. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't feel that way towards David Sweat. Mm-hmm. He seems because when somebody writes this letter and says that it's weird that they notice David Sweat going in this back room with Tilly in the tailor shop, and that is enough for them to fire David from the tailor shop. Tilly goes and you know spiraling down, mm-hmm. heartbroken. And then they kick David out of his honor cell. Yeah. And so that that was so strange to me that just because he got let go of his job, like all of his points he had earned over this amount of time to mm-hmm. get this cell, now he's back in like gen pop, as they say, I guess, on the bottom. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like they, maybe they just needed to set an example out of him. True. And they weren't punishing Tilly, so they're punishing him instead. Uh, And probably just, I don't know, to get him as far away as possible. But I was surprised at just how big of a reaction that Tilly had with Eileen. Like, in front of all the inmates. Yeah, I was like, calm down, girl. You are really just adding to the list of reasons why it is true for you to react that way. What does she say? She's like, he's my... Um, he's my supervisor right. and I, I have a three-piece suit to make for the superintendent and it was just like excuse after yeah. excuse. Yeah. But I mean, it's, she's trying her hardest. She yeah. really, oh, wow. He really sunk into her. Yes. And I, I mean, I felt kind of bad for him when he got to be moved mm-hmm. because he seemed like a guy who really wants just some peace and quiet. Yeah. And then when he moved down to the first floor, it was like so loud. He couldn't even read his book. And, and then I'm like, here the we cockroach go. Cockroach things. Ugh. 
smoking I was like, what out is the he doing? I thought he was lighting a fire in his room, yeah. like gonna make a bomb or something. I don't know. But how genius! That, yeah, I'm like, well, now I know how to smoke out cockroaches, guys. Yeah. If I ever have to, you do could that. see, you could see. Well, I guess I guess we needed this transition, him going and moving to those mm-hmm. blocks, because otherwise he wouldn't have had as strong of a purpose to want to escape. Yes. So it True. just took him over the edge, you know, the series of events. So, Which leads me perfectly into our last topic, which is the beginnings of this master escape plan mm-hmm. that these two are doing. Um, because, yes, I think that he was hesitant at first. I think when Richard Matt discovers kind of this back like galleyway behind the cells right, where he's yeah. like, oh, I think I can get to the basement from here. Mm-hmm. And he's only back there because Gene, his buddy, yeah. the guard, is letting like hiding paint for him back there. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder if this guy feels really bad after it's all said and mm-hmm. done that he's like kind of gave him keys to the castle mm-hmm. a little bit. Too much. He gave him too much freedom yeah. to roam around. So I think that at first Sweat was like, no, like I'm not. I, I'm trying to get transferred because mm-hmm. he kept calling his yeah. mom to get transferred and that wasn't happening and so I think ultimately you're right him being moved is like F this place yeah let's do it right he just kind of gave up I mean his mom really was terrible yes like, she just did not care because so she said that he brought a knife or a hunting <laughs> knife to school which he was like that does not make sense why would you write that in my letter to get transferred I know he's like I seem fine yeah. with it and I'm so like I, well you probably are but yeah so I yeah I really I really sympathized with with David and then I felt bad about <laughs> sympathizing with him but I I like the I really like these characters which a I think lot. just means these actors are doing their yeah. job because clearly yeah. we're both like I want to see them escape. <laughs> I know. I'm like, get to the other side. Um, so the the first thing that happens is that they figure out that they can go into this back galleyway, but they need to cut through their cells. So, yeah. but they need light and they need a hacksaw, which is oddly enough Richard Matt's nickname. Yeah, which we'll find out why later. Why they call him that, but. They're like, how are we going to get these things? So did you know that they were going to try to ask Tilly for the tools? No, I didn't anticipate that, but it makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. And when Richard Matt was, you know, called into the back room with Tilly and she's just like, the painting is so beautiful. They look just like him, just like the dogs. That, the way it transpired... I, I didn't think it was going there. I, yeah. I wasn't sure. I you didn't think that the I didn't think he was going to well, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think he was going to seduce her. I thought yeah. it would remain not professional, but I thought it would remain like not sexual. Yeah, like I'm just trying to care about you. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and then it did make sense though and then he's comforting her and she's telling him secrets about her relationship and it all just made sense, but he forced her down there. Oh, yeah. That was power, I'm telling you. Yeah. He is more like... Yeah, he's like, I need that hacksaw. I'm going to... Yeah, <laughs> I, I need the hacksaw. Yeah. Give it to me. But it's so interesting with Richard Matt's character, and this is a Benicio... Del, I think this is just a trait of his acting, is that he is, like, so subtly manipulative. Mm-hmm. Like, every little thing he did, like, 
just, you know, saying like, oh, I'll bust these guys up if they mess with you. Or yeah. is that your son? He's just charming. Yes, he's, he's so charming. He's charming. And, you know, I, I just think, I don't think she's a dumb woman per se. Mm-hmm. I just think she was a really desperate woman. Yeah. De- yeah. Desperate is a very, very good word. Desperate yeah. for Desperate attention. combined mm-hmm. with loneliness. Yeah. Yeah. So did you think at the end of episode two, did you have any idea where, like, how the escape is going to, I guess, play out? Or were you just thinking, like, um, they got the hacksaw, like, let's go? <laughs> yeah, I, because I'm like, okay, well, once you get down there, then what is the rest of the plan? Yeah. Like, how do you know where else you're going to go unless what I'm assuming they're going to do I guess what I would do if I was trying to escape. Yeah. Uh, I guess they're going to go explore more and figure it out and then, you know, come back to their cells. You know, I I guess kind of figure that out. But then if Tilly is helping them with all these things, obviously we know she's, you know, um, not being charged, but... She was a part of it. Right. She's a part of it. So I guess somehow she's going to gonna let them go and do you think when he was asking for the hacksaw to like make frames do you think she had all suspected that he was using it for something else no i don't think she cared yeah she. Was i don't just think she like, cared okay, or you. thought about it or anything she just wants to help like yes. she you know as a motherly figure i think she wants to fulfill that role obviously she has a son who's away uh, we see the the mommy baby boy thing. That's the role she wants to play. Yeah, and then I think Benicio is the man. I think he's yeah, like exactly. the man for mm-hmm. her. So she's they just can have a little the, family. She's getting the best of both <laughs> worlds. Um, I want to talk really shortly um, before we move on to mm-hmm. our special segment about the Lyle character, who's Tilly's husband. Yes, yes, I love him. Yeah, I feel like he he knows it's true and mm-hmm. just doesn't want to admit it. He said he didn't want to break up the relationship or anything like that. And actually, I thought it was very interesting that Tilly was so aggressive and adamant about him being mm-hmm. the one cheating. Oh, I was like, Tilly, you're doing too much. Like, Yeah, she's like, know, oh, she's, I see the way you're looking at that yeah. guard. And he's like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, just throwing so much suspicion. But I want Lyle, by the end of this, to really like – man up and like you know go for it he probably never will i mean so eric lang is the actor that plays um lyle and his transformation is crazy too Mm because i saw him at the critics choice awards i'm like wait a second that's him he's bald right i saw that yeah and he also had teeth i think put Uh in but his accent and i just cannot not laugh Mm -hmm. because it's it's like this reminds me of fargo Mm -hmm. yeah like there's that relationship the married couple you know francis mcdormand and her husband and i it's just i just think he's such a delight Mm -hmm. as kind of like a breaking up the drama Um, he's so nice um, to watch on screen. I like when he yeah. called out, like, what are we listening to? Oh, yeah. Because I thought the music yeah. was such a weird choice. And then I realized, yes. you know, she's listening to it. And she's like, I like this type of music. And, and she's it's, like, it's Nick Jonas. Yeah. And I like it. Chains. It's a, it's, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is, so, this is too on the nose. Yeah. But then it makes sense that she's listening to this soundtrack or whatever. And I think she's excited about... Um, 
you know, the painting mm-hmm. and just she feels like she didn't lose him completely, I think. Yeah, and I think with the music choice, too, that it's a lot of, like, really young pop music. So I think it makes her feel like maybe those inmates make her feel younger yeah. and, like, kind of like a boy-crazy teenager. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, maybe yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, just a little fun fact, Richard Sweat was in his cell watching Happy Gilmore, and Ben Stiller is in Happy Gilmore, so I thought that was really funny that <laughs> my husband pointed that out, and I was like, that is actually very smart. Um, well, I think that's everything that I wanted to cover for these yes. awesome parts. Um, we have a little special segment yes, we do. going on. It is called Escape Artists. Isn't that a genius title? Yep. <laughs> they're they're not locked up anymore. Um, so Heather, what? Who is the escape artist that we are yes, featuring? I loved researching people who escaped from prison or yes. attempted to escape. I just can't fathom how anyone would think you could escape from prison. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I discovered this woman. Her name is Joanne Chesimard, a.k.a. Asata Shakur, uh, which she later goes by. She was born in 1947 and grew up in Nor- uh, New York and North Carolina. She had a troubled upbringing, running away from home, and her aunt event- eventually took her in, later became one of her lawyers. She oh, went that's to weird. yeah, right. She went to community college and city college in New York, and after graduation, she got involved with political activism and began using the name Asata Shakur. She joined the Black Liberation Army, which was a loosely knit offshoot of the Black Panther group, and they led armed struggles against the U.S. government through robbing banks, killing oh, wow. police officers, and killing oh. drug dealers. And she was involved with a shootout where a New Jersey state trooper was killed in 1973. So this is what uh, got her imprisoned. Mm. She was convicted of that murder, even though she wasn't the one who technically killed him or fired the shots. Uh, She was also convicted of seven other felonies, like bank robbery and kidnapping. Yeah, lots of stuff. Yeah, so (laughs) she was uh, sentenced, a life sentence. She had a life sentence. And two years into that, she escaped with the help of the Black Liberation Army. Wow. Yes. So three members of the BLA visited her and drew concealed forty-five caliber pistols and a stick of dynamite. They seized two guards as hostages, and they got a van and escaped. So you would think, okay, how did they get in there with these guns, yes. right? But in 1977, they didn't really do identity checks. They wow. didn't really have uh, security, I guess. They didn't check them for these weapons. Yeah, so metal they detectors. Just, they just walked on in with them, you know. So um, they put up wanted posters in New York, and she actually had a lot of supporters. So there were posters in favor of her saying you know, uh, Asata Shakur is welcome here. Um, Her whereabouts were unknown until 1984 when she was granted political asylum in Cuba. So she shows up in Cuba, and then she becomes very public after that. She's doing interviews on TV. She's writing books. She wrote a biography. And the United States was trying to extradite her. And Congress actually passed a a non-binding resolution in 1988 asking for her return along with 90 other um, people in asylum Yeah. yeah, in Cuba. But it was never upheld. 
she had a lot of support of people who didn't want her extradited and just said, let her live her life in Cuba. And she ended up becoming the first woman to ever be added to the FBI's most wanted terrorist list. Wow. She had a $1 million reward, and it was later $2 million. Uh, in 2017, President Trump canceled the Cuban thaw policies that Obama had made with Cuba, and he specifically called for the return of, quote-unquote, the cop killer Joanne Chesimard. Wow. So that is where we are today. She is 71 years old, living in Cuba. Living her best yeah. life. She's like, I see what's going on in the U.S. right now. Not. Yeah, she's like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, but and, she and was... She was bold. Any relation to Tupac, Shakur? <laughs> I guess she wanted. She wanted it. <laughs> she I, changed her name. Yeah. So. Well, that, that is fascinating. I don't know why yeah. this stuff is so fascinating. It's like Shawshank Redemption on mm-hmm. steroids, but mm-hmm. I love it. Um, all right. I got a little news and gossip for us. After Buzz TV News. So an article on TheRap.com states that Joyce Tilly Mitchell has a little bone to pick with Ben Stiller's portrayal of her in this new Showtime series, Escape of Danamora, which is based on the true story involving her and the two convicted murderers she helped break out, which ultimately led to a multi-million dollar manhunt, which is probably why Bonnie Hunt's character is not mm-hmm. happy, because mm-hmm. costing the state money. In an interview with Mitchell, who is portrayed by Patricia Arquette, she told the New York Post that she never had sex with the men David Sweat and Richard Matt, mm. which is a huge plot point in the show. And the show depicts her, who she worked as a seamstress supervising them as having been seduced by the prisoners who Arquette's character often sleeps with in the shop's closet. (laughs) But Mitchell told the Post it would have been impossible to have sex in that space because of an air compressor. She also told the Post that one instance of oral sex she had with Matt was coerced and said she doesn't remember telling police that she became caught up in the fantasy of being with both of them. So that is very interesting. Yeah. I, she's still deny, deny, deny to this day that any of that happened. Yeah. Um, we also want to give a shout out and a congrats to Patricia Arquette on her mini wins this far. Um, and award season, she has won Best Actress in a Miniseries at the Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice Awards. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Tying with Amy Adams from our other after show, yeah. Sharp Objects. And that was such a lovely reunion to see those two women together. Nice. So congrats to you, Patricia Arquette. You are doing an amazing mm-hmm. job along with the rest of the yeah. cast. Um, is there any live chatters that we are had, saying hello? Well, we yeah, we had Rainy J. He was saying hello. And, uh, hello, Rainy. Not sure if you're still listening, but thank you very much for being on the live chat with me. Mm-hmm. And also Sam Piboon. Uh, he was excited to hear our after show tonight. Yay. So. Thank you, everyone, for chatting and watching, and definitely leave us some comments. Yes, we would love to hear from you. Um, I think we got some predictions to talk about. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> so, we have seven episodes total. Yes. We're two down. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to cover the next three next time. So, what do you think is going to happen? Well... I think David is going to snap even more. Uh, he was there was a shot of him listening to the rock music on his headphones, yeah. and I just felt that is so much foreshadowing there. Um, Richard obviously will 
take the reins, continue his manipulation with Tilly, who's going to get her a lot more involved in their escape plan. I had wrote already that they were going to hook up, and then it happened. So I was like, okay, well, that was was an easy one. Yes, uh, they're going to start planning that. I want to see more of Bonnie Hunt's character. So I'm excited for that. Um, I love Bonnie Hunt, just in general. We love you, Bonnie Hunt. Um, I think some, that character that moved into David Sweat's cell seems to be like he might be a little bit of a problem. Because he, um, we didn't say this earlier, but uh, Richard Matt was painting a portrait of Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. And this new inmate who took over David's cell, you know, he's like, oh, you really like that, you know, B or whatever. And I feel like Richard just kind of gave him this, like, death stare. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly I like her if I'm painting her, so you need to go away because I feel like he might... So mm-hmm. I think there might be something more with that kind of rivalry to maybe mm-hmm. get David back up on that floor so that they can work together. Yeah. Um, I also just am so curious to see what Tilly gets them, like what she's bringing from the outside world because they yeah. are going to need some sort right. of help. And how tools. she's going to bring it in. Yes, and how she's going to – and if Lyle's going to – Get in the way, Lyle. Don't mess this up for everybody. Yeah. We have prisons to escape from, and mm-hmm. you might be getting in the way. But I can't wait to see more <laughs> of his character because yeah. he's so fun. Um, so I think that's it for us this time, guys. Heather, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at 500 Days of Heather. And you can find me on Instagram at LMPowers15 and on Twitter at LesliePowers15. As always, please join us next time and join us on the live chat. Subscribe, like, do all the things. We are so happy to see you guys again. Happy New Year. Thank you. See you next time. Thanks for watching. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.